This is the Good News Station, WCNO, Palm City. The Revealing Truth and Ignite Your World Incorporated thanks Joey's Cafe for their underwriting support of this week's broadcast. Joey's Cafe is a family-owned and operated breakfast, lunch, and dinner experience specializing in affordable home-cooked meals. Joey's Cafe is located at 6650 South Highway 1, St. Lucie Square Plaza, a mile and a half north of Prima Vista Boulevard. Good morning. I'm Pastor Bob Tarvis, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Baumgartner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8.32 says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Grab a pen and take some notes, and let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you. Your DNA only has about 8 to 10% to do with who you really are. The rest of it is environmental. It's who raised you, where you live, what kind of environment you grew up in, who said what to you, and what words shaped your life, and what words caused the actions to take place in your life. That really determines who you are. You wouldn't be who you are if you weren't raised the way you was raised. You wouldn't be who you are if you hadn't lived through the hell that you went through to get to where you are today. You'd be somebody else. Come on, words are powerful, amen? So God uses preaching and teaching through words to put in us a dream, to put in us a vision, to put in us a picture of what our life can be like. Dreams and visions are the blueprints that God uses to shape our lives. To mold us into what He wants us to be. How many of you understand that words create pictures? If I say whopper, everybody has a whopper just painted across the canvas of their mind this morning. And if you don't like whopper, you're thinking, man, I wish you had said Big Mac. Words create pictures. So when God speaks a word, it creates a picture or it creates a dream or an image or a vision on the inside of your life. And when God says, I'm going to advance you in a direction or I'm going to give you a promotion, then a picture of what that means begins to develop on the inside of your life. And you begin to picture what that advancement might look like or what that promotion might look like from the inside. And you start to dream a dream. God says, I'm going to heal you. And you get a picture of what it looks like to be healed. Or He says, I'm going to bless you. And you begin to get a dream and a vision of what it means to be blessed. Come on, somebody. Because dreams and visions are the blueprints that God uses for our lives. And how many know that most of the dreams that we have, most of the time, become a source of ridicule and scorn? I mean, everybody ain't excited about your dream. Sometimes you can't share your dream right away. The bigger the dream, the more the ridicule. The bigger the dream, the more the scorn. And they'll become a source of ridicule and scorn long before they become a success or a blessing. Because there's a manifestation process that has to take place from the visionary stage to the implementation of the dream. Amen? Come on, how many know most of the time they don't name a road after you or a street after you until you die? There's no Jason Bumgardner Bridge going down the Stewart. However, there is a Roosevelt Bridge. Come on, somebody. Amen? Most of the time, we don't celebrate people that are dreamers until after their dream has become a reality. And, and we see a lot of that in our own families. Our families are the first ones to ridicule or to scorn us. Isn't that right? 
It's the, it's the unsaved ones that call and say, you out of your mind. Sold everything that you had, packed up in a U-Haul, and moved from Virginia to Florida? Are you crazy? you got three small children. Come on, my dad had a dream. That's what he heard when he started living the dream. Quit his job at 28 years old, packed up a small U-Haul, got rid of everything in the house, packed up three little kids under six years old, threw them in the back of a car, hooked the trailer to the car, drove down to Lakeland, Florida, and signed up for Bible college. 28 years old. Now, most of the world say he's lost his mind. What is he thinking? And most of his family did say that to him. <laughs> it's mostly our family, isn't it? Because we know each other so well. I know how you are. <laughs> Come on, it's like a box of crabs. You don't have to put a lid on a box of crabs because if one of them tries to climb out, the other ten in the bottom box will pull him back down. Hmm? Most people don't know how to celebrate things that are beyond the normal. They don't know how to celebrate things that seem edgy or unbalanced. Can I just say this to you this morning? Balanced people don't take new territory. I said balanced people do not take new territory. Amen? But everybody wants to be balanced. But how many of you know it's not the balanced people that take the new territory? In fact, most of the time when somebody discovers something new or takes new territory, it's the very imbalanced people that do it. It's the one that we all think is crazy. Hmm? Or the one that we look at and go, man, you need to be on some Prozac. You need a little bit of help. Those are the ones that are doing crazy things. Amen? Come on, somebody. And then the people that are balanced come after and they begin to realize the reality of the guy that was dreaming the dream. Because listen to me, ladies and gentlemen, real pioneers are always people that are just a little bit off. You don't believe me? i got a couple of parents that I can introduce you to. My parents are true pioneers. They have done more things that people have told them cannot be done than anybody I know. Every time he shared a dream, I think for the first three months, that'll never happen is all he heard. He's off his rocker. He's crazy. She's crazy. Mike, who did you marry? Joyce, what kind of man did you marry? Those questions were coming up. There are people that the world looks at and don't necessarily understand why they are like they are. Would you look at them and we do this? Hmm. And when they look at them, they begin to describe those people in psychological terms. Using four-syllable and six-syllable words. How many know that this ministry... We have great teaching in this ministry. We have a school here that was birthed from a dream, amen? And we have great services. But more than that, we are called to be a pioneering church. Truth Church is not called to be your normal balanced church. We are an unbalanced church. We are called to impact the city in relevant ways that nobody's even thought of yet. God has set us aside to do some stuff that might look crazy to every other believer in town. But he said, I set you aside to do this because I've already done some stuff that everybody in the community said wasn't going to happen anyway. So you might as well pull your bootstraps up And get busy about the Father's work And don't worry about what people say And don't worry about what you look like To the rest of the community Because when I get dumb You're going to dream the dream And the dream is going to be lived Come on somebody God said that we're going to do things That have never been done before I believe that about this church 
I believe that we're the kind of church that we have dreams and we have visions about things that, that, that God's put into our heart. And God wants to do those things right here on the Treasure Coast, right here in Fort Pierce, right here in Vero Beach, right here in Port St. Lucie, and really impact this community like never before. I'm here to tell somebody that you have a dream. Come on, somebody shout this morning. Amen. Go ahead. I dare you to dream. Dream about the things that you never thought you could dream about before. Dream about things that you thought could never happen before. Go ahead and dream about the change that's coming to your life. Don't be afraid to dream. Dare to dream the dream. Don't you let the devil intimidate you. Huh? Look, I don't know who I came to talk to this morning, but somebody needs to hear this message. You got dreams so far down deep on the inside of you, you haven't even thought about. They've just been laying in there, buried in the mud of your heart. And God's saying, I'm awakening the dream today in you. Come on, that's good news, amen? Come on, I'm looking for some dreamers in this house. Do we have any dreamers in the house this morning? Come on, how many dreamers do we got in the house this morning? Hallelujah. I'm looking for somebody that's willing to become impregnated with a vision from God. There's dreamers here. Touch somebody and say, there's dreamers in here. Hmm? Watch out, Treasure Coast. There's dreamers in here. Watch out, Port St. Lucie. There's dreamers in here. Watch out, Fort Pierce. There's dreamers in here. Somebody better watch out in the world because I got a house full of people that are not afraid to dream the promise of God. Say, I got a dream. Listen, if we're going to fulfill the possibilities that are on the inside of us, we're going to have to learn to live, watch this now, with a compass instead of a road map. True trailblazers use a compass. They don't use a road map. Because how many know if you're using a road map, then you're always going where somebody else has already gone? Hmm? But if you're using a compass, then chances are you're trailblazing a trail that nobody's never blazed before. Come on, amen. You're going through a territory that nobody's discovered. You're encroaching on the land of the enemy that nobody's never seen before. And God's calling you to a place to uncover some things that have never been uncovered before and do some things that have never been done before. Come on, that's a pioneering spirit, amen? How many of you know when you have a compass, you have to learn to be flexible? Come on. you gotta, you got to learn to make changes on the fly and make changes on the way. You have to learn to make adjustments. Hmm? Those are the kind of dreamers that people in the church criticize because, oh, there's the pastor made another mistake. No, 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 no. We're just being flexible. We're making adjustments. We know where we're going. Come on, somebody. Amen? Sometimes we get locked in to what we believe is supposed to happen that we become so rigid and so religious and so legalistic that we lose our flexibility to do what God's called us to do. So what are you talking about, Pastor? Well, I'm talking about when we moved the sanctuary from over there to over here, we had 10 people leave the church. Rigid. Legalistic. Unflexible. Come on, we know where we're going, don't we? Listen, if we're going to live the dream and dream the dream, we've got to be flexible and accept the change that the Holy Spirit wants to work in our lives. We can't afford to be legalistic. We won't grow. And now we're going to take a break from the message. We will be rejoining Pastor Jason in just a moment. But first, I want to take this opportunity to tell you about Truth Church. 
Truth Church is located in the heart of St. Lucie County at 3891 Edwards Road in Fort Pierce. Our Sunday worship service starts at 10 a.m. Truth Church is a non-denominational Pentecostal church that has been serving our community for the last two years. There is a ministry for the whole family at Truth Church. Whether it's our monthly senior meetings, children's church, or youth group, there's something for everyone. We've been experiencing a powerful move of God in our services, and we would love for you to come and visit with us. If you're new to the area or you're looking for a home church, we invite you to come and join us. First, you will be our guest, and then you will be our family. Truth Church, a place for the whole family. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, can I just clue you in on something that's very, very important for our lives? Something that we all really need to know and something that we all really need to understand. And you might as well come on to terms with this and accept it. You're going to fail more than you succeed. Hmm? You're going to fail more than you succeed. And listen, don't get nervous about that. Don't let that upset you. Because failure is always the womb of success. Hmm? You don't always get it right the first time. If you got it right the first time all the time, then you wouldn't be you. You'd be God. Hmm? It wouldn't have been Jesus on the cross. It would have been you. You might walk into a dead end and find out, well, I was headed north and I thought I was going the right direction, but here I am on this dead end. You might have to back up a little bit and kind of move, sidestep a little bit and then start heading north again. Sometimes that's how it is in life. Amen. How many recognize when you got a compass, you don't worry about the fact that you have to adjust your course along the way a little bit. All you know is that you're going in the right direction. God said go north. You're headed north. You know that's all I need to know. I'm headed north. I don't know how I'm going to get there, but I know I'm headed north. And if this thing don't work, that might work. And if this thing don't go right this way, then it might go right that way. And if this thing don't unfold the way I thought it would, then it's going to unfold the way this way. All I know is I don't know where I'm going, but I know where I'm going. I'm heading north. I might not know how to get there, but I know where I'm going. Yep. Starts with a dream. Hmm? I might not know when it's going to happen. I might not know all the details. I might not know how much exactly it's going to cost. But I know where I'm going. Come on, somebody. I'm heading in the right direction. God pointed, and I said, okay. God's pointing in your life, and all he wants you to do is be willing and obedient. Hmm? Most of the time we just cross our arms and go, mm. well, God wasn't in that. That door just slammed right in my face. Come on, open doors ain't always God either. Let me just tell you this. The only thing that is here to stay in your life, the only thing that is here to stay in this natural life is change. Oh, you didn't hear me this morning. I said, the only thing that is here to stay is change. That's the only constant in life is change. Hmm? Things change. We get older, we get fatter, we get grayer. Things change. People come, people go. Things change. They change the color of the building outside. Come on, things change. Somebody help me this morning, amen? And I told you this a couple weeks ago or last week. I said, you will never change what you are willing to tolerate. You'll never change it. 
If you're willing to live with it, if you're willing to put up with it, you'll never change it. As long as you're content to be a renter, you'll never be an owner. As long as you're content to be a $10 hour man, you'll never be a $20 hour man. As long as you're content to have four good days and three bad days, you'll never have a happy week. Because you're only willing to navigate new territory and experience change when you get to the point that you're no longer willing to tolerate where you're at. When you get sick and tired of being sick and tired, that's when we change. Come on, somebody. Amen? And that's why failure most of the time becomes the womb of success in our lives. It's the birthing place of dreams. Oh, Jesus, help us. Amen? So what does that mean? That means one thing. It means I can't live in regret. Too many Christians today living in regret. Too many believers in the church living, well, we should have. Well, if we only. Hmm? I should have spent this money this way. Well, I don't know why they said that. The whole direction of the church would have went a different direction. Stop it. Don't live in regret. You are right where you are because God's got you right where you are. Go ahead and accept it. We've got too many believers living in regret, waking up one day. Listen, that's the worst thing that can happen in your life is to wake up one day at 80 or 90 years old and the only thought on your mind is what you could have done with your life. I don't want to check out that way. Come on, somebody. Amen. I don't want to come to Truth Church and be in an atmosphere of faith and be excited about what God's doing and have my heart stirred and feel the anointing of the Holy Ghost and have things come alive in me and visions come alive in me and dreams come alive in me that are on the inside and never really have what it's going to take to get to the dream to see it realized. What would be even the point to having a thing stirred up inside of you if you ain't going to live the dream? Hmm? Told you this a couple of weeks too. Most dreams don't die in the visionary stage. They die in the implementation stage. We all got dreams. Of the houses and the cars and the lives and the friends and the families and success. and Great visions. But when it comes time to do what it, we have to do to see the dream realized, we say, oh, I don't want to do that. That's too hard. <laughs> That's too much. Hmm? How, how many know, listen, this is one thing they teach in school. There's three stages of learning. The first stage of learning is called mental ascent. Everybody say mental ascent. That means that when you come to know and understand something, when you go, ding, 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 I get it. Wow. Makes sense to me. The second stage is called the associative stage. It's, 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 it's when we take what we know and we start implementing it in our life. And then the third stage is when you take what you know and it's become a skill set and it's not something that you struggle with anymore. It's something that you just do easily. Hmm? Those are the three stages of learning. But how many of you know this morning that most of us, most of our dreams die between that first and that second stage? We go ding, 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 I got it. And then we never implement it because the challenge is too big. It seems too hard. It seems overwhelming. Amen. Come on, because how many know there's a lot of people out there that know a whole lot about something, but they ain't doing nothing? So I don't want to live in regret. Touch somebody and say, I don't want to live in regret. Miles Monroe tells this story when he preaches about how he was over in Germany at the Autobahn, and he's a big Mercedes-Benz fan, and he was over in Germany in Autobahn, and he gets on the Autobahn this Mercedes, and he's riding with another preacher, and he starts stepping on the gas, and the car's getting faster and faster. He gets up to 85 miles an hour, and he says, Woo! 
Woo, this feels good. And cars are just zipping by him, 150. And the pastor in the car with him leaks over at miles around. He goes, well, step on the gas, go a little bit faster. Just, just, just go a little bit faster. He said, well, I'm going as fast as I can go. And he said, no, 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 you, you're not going as fast as you can go. You're just going as fast as you will go. And Miles Monroe said, what I didn't understand is I live on an island in the Bahamas. It's only a couple miles wide, so you can never go 85 because there's always a curve. So 85 to me was pretty fast. But the other pastor said, you're not going as fast as you can go. You're only going as fast as you will go. You just need to step over into the next dimension. You just need to get over into what has never been done before and go ahead and get in faith and go as fast as you can go. Listen, I've come to tell somebody this morning, you might think you've done everything that you know to do and you've preached every sermon that you can preach and you've done everything in the kingdom that you can do and, and you've lived every promise that you've lived. I want to tell you, you've only done what you think you can do, but there's more that you can do if you'll just step on the gas. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Hmm? God's saying you haven't done all you can do. You've just done all you will do. You haven't done all you can do. You've just done all you will do. And God's saying, knock it off. It's time to do what I've called you to do. So we've got to go ahead and step into what God wants instead of what we think He wants with us. We move into a season of passivity and complacency when we do that. Amen? God's waiting for us to step over in another dimension, in a new direction, and to really boldly embrace the dream that He's put on the inside of our heart. And then that way you won't never live in regret. Because if you don't do what God wants you to do and you just do what you think you're going to do, you will end up living in regret. Come on, somebody. The second thing is I don't want to live in retreat. Somebody say retreat. I don't know about you, but I ain't going to back up and I ain't going to shut up. Hmm? Love me, like me, or leave me. I ain't backing up and I ain't shutting up. Amen? I believe that God is raising up a people in this house and on the treasure coast that will shake the foundation of this community with truth and boldness and courage and declare that Jesus is risen and that life can be better than they ever thought it was and they can dare to dream the dream. I don't care what anybody thinks about me. I don't care what they think about you. I only care what he thinks about me. Can you tell? I refuse to live by church politics. I refuse to live by what the quasi-the quasi-denominational spiritual covering of the treasure ghost tells me I ought to be. Hmm? They can go do religion somewhere else. I'm living for Jesus. Amen. Hmm. I get tired of people that, that ain't interested in Jesus. They're just interested in religion. They just wanna they just wanna set themselves up and prop themselves up as some kind of authority. Well, go ahead. Not my authority. He is. Come on, somebody. Amen. I'm not interested in a bunch of people that want to make sure I got all my T's crossed and all my I's dotted. I can tell you right now, they ain't. You ain't even got a check. Hmm? What I want to know is, do you got Jesus? You got the power of the Holy Ghost on the inside of you. Hmm? Are you bold enough to just lay hands on people out in public and say, can I just pray for you? I, I feel like God wants me just to pray for you and introduce you to something that you've never seen before. See, that's the kind of people I believe God's raising up. People that ain't intimidated by what the world says. Yes, I, you know, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to watch that Denver game today. I'm not even a Denver fan. 
But I'll tell you what, I like the way Tim Tebow just stands up for Jesus. You know? I'm only watching it because I love Jesus. Isn't that funny? I'm going to watch football because I love Jesus today. Oh, Jesus. And the third thing is this. We don't need to live our life in reserve. Regret, retreat, or reserve. Come on, amen. Let me in here by show of hands. Have you ever prayed this prayer? God, just fill me up. Anybody, anybody ever pray that? Just lift your hand up if you're. God, just fill me up. Just fill me up. How I many know that's the right prayer to be praying? But how I many know if you're praying that prayer just to be filled up, then you're praying it for the wrong reason? Because it's not about just being filled up so that you can feel good and full. I'm stuffed with the Holy Ghost. No. No, don't be stuffed with the Holy Ghost. But we pray that God fill us up for one reason, so that He can pour us out. Paul said, I'm a drink offering that's, that's being poured out. And, and when I get done being poured out, then, then I'm ready to go be with Jesus. I mean, oh, God doesn't want you coming up to heaven stuffed with the Holy Ghost. He wants you to give it everything you've got and pour out of yourself while you're here. Then He's going to take you to heaven. Then you get the reward. You're not going up with the reward in you. Come on, somebody. So don't live your life in reserve. Live your life wide open before Jesus. You, you don't need to save some of your Holy Ghost for a rainy day. It's a constant flow. Hmm? You don't need to store up on the anointing for when you get to church so everybody can sense the Holy Ghost on you. Go out there and spend it in the mall. Come on, somebody. Amen? You don't need to put back some of your ideas and some of your great dreams and some of your great plans for one day God's going to and one day God's going to do this and one day God's going to do that and try to hold on some of your stuff. You don't have to do that. I'm not interested in living my life in reserve. I'm not interested in holding back anything that God puts in me. I want to pour my life out. I want to give everything that God's put in me. I want to put it out there so that God can move through me and God can move through you and we can touch this community and in, in relation to that, touch the world. Come on, because God wants us to be a conduit. I don't want to dry up. Who wants to dry up? Thank you for joining us today for The Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner. We hope you will tune in again each day, Monday through Friday at 11.30 a.m. right here on WCNO 89.9 FM. To obtain your copy of this week's message, please send your check for $5 for shipping and handling to 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981, and ask for your free copy of The Love of the Father pay by phone or simply make a love gift, you can call 772-461-8555. That number again is 772-461-8555. For more exciting information on our church, service times, and directions, you can check us out on the web at igniteyourworld.com. This has been The Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner, and I'm your host, Bob Tarvis. See you next time on The Revealing Truth. Make us courageous. Ignite Your World Ministries and The Revealing Truth radio broadcast thanks Joe's Meats and Deli for their underwriting support for this program. Stop by for all your cold cuts and deli meats. Joe's Meats and Deli offers the finest quality select cuts of beef, pork, chicken, sausage, and bacon strips. Just ask Bob the Butcher for your finest selections. Joe's Meats and Deli also offers homemade frozen dinners for two. Pick them up, put them in the oven, 30 minutes. 
dinners served, perfect for the family on the go. Why spend time cooking in the kitchen when you can sit back and relax while Joe's Meats and Deli does it for you? Joe's Meats and Deli, located at the Bridge Plaza on the corner of Westmoreland and Port St. Lucie Boulevard in downtown Port St. Lucie. The Bible is not the book of the month. It is the book of the ages. For sound biblical truth, listen to Love Worth Finding with Adrian Rogers, celebrating 20 years of broadcast ministry. Listen to Love Worth Finding at 8.30 a.m. and p.m. Monday through Friday on the Good News Station, WCNO.